welcome into the program from Bulls 247 Sports, Will Turner. Will, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. Doing well. How about y'all? We are terrific. We appreciate your time this morning. Uh, let, let's let's dive right into it. Uh, Gary Bohannon is, uh, jumps into the portal and makes his way to, to South Florida. It, it, it looked like from our seat that this thing happened rather quickly. Is, is, is that accurate? Yeah, it is. It is. USF really didn't intend to take a, take another quarterback this year, um, you know, in this transfer cycle. But, it, it, you know, when, uh, when he was in the portal and he was uh, seen as, as having some interest in USF along with Missouri and, and Oklahoma is what's been reported, um, it was. It was pretty quick. He uh, took a, uh, a visit last weekend, and um, by the end of the weekend, he, uh, he ended up announcing his commitment and his intention to transfer. But, yeah, it was, it was pretty quick. It was pretty unexpected, I think, for a lot of the outside folks involved. What does the offense look like with Gary Bohannon at QB? So it's going to be um, pretty pretty similar to what USF ran last year. Uh, USF just hired a, a brand-new offensive coordinator in Travis Trickett, who was the tight ends coach over at West Virginia. So very, you know, uh, he knows about Gary. He knows about you know uh, about what he brings to the table, especially after seeing him play against West Virginia, and as well as he played against West Virginia last year in that game against uh, with Baylor. Um, you know, it's going to be very quick game offense, a lot of side to side action with uh, you know a good amount of screens and, and guys in front to to try and get guys in open space and get uh, upfield. Um, there's a, a good amount of, of investment in the running game as well. And, uh, you know, I think Gary Bohannon's going to fit very well into that offense considering, you know, he was money in those short yardage games last year um, in the 0-9 to nine and, and the short and intermediate passing. And I think he's, it's going to be a great fit because I think the offenses are very, very similar uh, from what they ran at Baylor to what they're going to run at South Florida with Travis Trickett. Well, will there be a competition at all, or do you think this is one where Gary's just automatically the starter? There's going to be a competition. So USF last year. Uh, they have Timmy McLean, who was a who was a true freshman out of Seminole High School in uh, the Orlando area, and was seen as one of the best quarterbacks in the state. Um, he ended up getting the nod to start in Game Three against Florida A and M. Um, ended up taking the job from Cade Fortin, who uh, was a transfer out of North Carolina, who's now at Arkansas. And McLean took the job in Week Three, kind of ran with it quite literally, you know, running quarterback that made his living on broken plays and, and and scrambled a lot and did a great job with that. And, uh, you know, obviously it's hard to, to, to replace a entrenched starter. And I think that's going to be, you know, kind of the situation in the fall. And then you've got Travis Marsh, who's a, who's a red shirt, uh, a sophomore who came in. He was part of the first class that Jeff Scott had the transitional class when he took over in 2020 Marsh has started a, a, a couple games here and there. He's gotten some time. Um, big arms, 6'4", uh, 225, and, uh, you know, great deep ball. Um, played last year against East Carolina when McLean got hurt. And uh, he actually entered the NCAA transfer portal over the offseason and then withdrew his name to come back to USF, had some interest from like Wofford and, and um, Alcorn State, but decided to, to come back to, to USF and, that's getting, there's going to be an open three-horse competition. And, I mean, USF fans are, are pretty used to it. That's, uh, you know, over the last five seasons, there's been competition in the quarterback room. Um, but I, I think it'll, this could be a year where 
Gary Bohannon can really stabilize the situation in, 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 at USF. So I, I think it's just a great move to, to try and stabilize that quarterback room. You, you talk about stabilizing the the room. Is Coach Scott in some trouble at 3-18 and 18 going into his third year? We, we all know how it, it's instant gratification. We live in an instant gratification society now. At 3-18 and 18 in the first two years, is, is there trouble for Coach Scott, if they, particularly if they get off to a slow start? Not yet, and I'll and, and 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 here's why they have a lot invested in 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 Jeff Scott right now. You know the the biggest thing with 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 USF is they they're kind of behind the eight ball in Florida in terms of uh, the facilities, the arms race that 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 we know is as facilities. There are high school teams in Texas. Um, you know the the one that jumps off the page to me is is Allen that has better um, you know facilities than than some of the schools in florida do and and or or, or can think with usf is they don't have an on-campus stadium they they don't have an indoor practice facility to this point there's one building that should be available in the in the fall and that's a big thing is that they're putting a lot of time and investment into jeff scott for him to be the person to have his name um, on all of this, he's a great CEO type of head coach that does a great job with, with um, you know, organizing the, the, you know, meeting with boosters and, and organizing some, um, you know, events to, you know, try and get out there with the fan base, which is a stark contrast from what Charlie Strong was in the in the in the era before that. Um, so he's terrific in that. So that's why I say not yet, just because there's a ton invested in him. Now with the transfer of of Gary Bohannon plus. Um, you know, a lot of the other transfers that they've brought in to try and, and win four to six games this year. If they don't win and don't achieve the level that they think they can this year, I think I think you see probably around, you know, November that if they're not performing the way they should, now you start to talk about him potentially being in trouble. Um, but at the start of the year, the, the hot seat is not as hot as everybody thinks. What, where is the strength of this football team? You're talking about a team that's, you know, potentially four or six wins uh, for the season. I mean, where where are you looking at the strength of the team and where does it need the most improvement? Yeah, so the the, the wide receiver core, I think, I think the offense in general, um, I think, and I said this uh, before uh, on a couple of podcasts, is, is to any offensive coordinator – I think this USF job was really desirable in terms of the offensive weapons that you're going to have. The wide receiver room is, is, is absolutely stacked right now with, uh, with a Joe, a Joe, who's a Clemson transfer. He, he came down uh, this last off season to reunite with Jeff Scott. Um, O'Marion Dollison was really good as a slot receiver. Xavier Weaver probably could be an NFL draft pick. Um, here within the next couple of years and was a great possession receiver. Um, Jimmy Horn uh, ended up uh, – there's a there's a clip of him in last year's game against Cincinnati where he just totally burned uh, saw Ahmad Sauce Gardner, who ended up just being a top-five draft pick to the, to the Jets. Um, you know, there's a lot of strength in the wide receiver room and in the running back room as well with Jaron Mangum, uh, Kelly Joyner consensus all-american brian batty who uh who, who was money on kick returns and then your offensive line you return your entire offensive line from a year ago your usf the whole left side have been have been starters since freshmen since they've been freshmen 
in Donovan Jennings, your left tackle, Meech Harris, left guard, and Brad Cecil at, at center. And then you've got a 6'8 right tackle uh, in Demontre Jacobs. So you return a lot on your offense, and, and I think that's the biggest thing. Now, in terms of, 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 of weakness um, and where you need to strengthen and where USF did a good job is, is creating pressure on the quarterback with your front seven. And USF went to the transfer portal. Uh, very early, they when uh, 24/7 Sports uh, ended up uh, opening their transfer rankings this year. Uh, USF opened at number one with the amount of transfers that they hit so early. I think they had 12 before the early signing period started, and um, they went and invested in front seven. And you know they they were towards the bottom of the NCAA in, in tackles for loss. They were at the bottom of the you know college football in terms of sacks. Um, all those metrics that, you know, are, are important, you know, of, of getting pressure in the quarterback. And, you know, it, it put a, it put a huge strain on the secondary. USF gave up a ton of yards in the passing game last year and gave up, you know, 40 points a game, you know, on a regular basis. And, and that was, I think, a big result of that was, or a big reason why was because, you know, you just, the USF couldn't get pressure on the quarterback consistently. That was a lot of scheme, too, because, you know, U.S. in addition to the new offensive coordinator, they've got a new defensive coordinator in Bob Shoup, uh, who was at Mississippi State, Tennessee, uh, was at James, uh, was at Penn State with James Franklin. Um, you know, he's the guy that'll play in your face. So I think a combination of scheme and, and bringing in a lot of guys, a lot of new guys on the front seven, will will kind of shore up that weakness. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the, the the weakness is the front seven heading into heading into twenty two. We talk about those struggles and, and even going back to, to um, Coach Scott and the struggles he's had there. It seems like the, the culture, in a sense, is struggling to find itself or find its identity. But if you go back and look at Gary Bohannon's comments on why he chose South Florida, it's, it's the reoccurring theme of the culture, the culture there. I like the culture. What is that culture that he's talking about? Yeah, so, you know, when, when Charlie Strong left USF or, or was fired from USF in, in 2019, um, the program was, the program was, was, was really left in a, bat, in a bad state. You know, there are a lot of guys on the roster that just didn't need to be on the roster. There, you know, there were, um, you know, the recruiting, um, you know, the, the talent of level that was being recruited was just not up to par with where they needed to be and where they wanted to go. And that's why you've seen the regression, the three and 18, a lot of the three and 18 stem stems from the problems of the prior staff. And, you know, a huge piece of that was, was, was culture issues and, you know, a toxic locker room, a toxic, you know, environment around, around the organization, around the donors, around the, you know, anybody in the administration. And so, you know, when Jeff Scott came in, it was a very uh, Clemson-like environment, a very Clemson-like culture shift towards, you know, family-oriented type of of stuff, kind of how, like I said, it's it's very, very similar to how Dabo Sweeney runs his program. Um, His first, uh, Jeff Scott, within his first couple of months, um, one of his former players, K.J. Sales, uh, who uh, bou- who's bounced around the the the, NF- the NFL a little bit as a as a UDFA? I think he's with a CFL team now. Um, within the first couple of months of Jeff Scott being there, around the time of the civil unrest that was going on in in twenty in twenty twenty, um, following the death of George Floyd, um, Jeff Scott went and organized a, a a unity march with KJ 
and a couple of his, his other team leaders, and they walked, uh, they, they marched through the streets of downtown Tampa in the pouring rain um, in, in middle of June, no less than maybe, you know, a couple months after the, after he had gotten to, to Tampa. So things like that to try and let his players know that, you know, it's not going to be the same thing that, that happened under Charlie Strong. You know, he cares about his players and, that, you know, he cares about the, the building the organization. And, you know, meeting with those donors and meeting with those fans that are that want to give money to the university to be able to build those facilities and be able to build that IPF, that on-campus stadium. Um, and for the first time in a long time, the, the word that I've, I've heard around USF is, is, is alignment in terms of, you know, the, the president uh, and the AD and the head football coach all have the same vision of what they want to do and the board of directors as well. They all have the same vision of what they want to do. And, you know, Adding Gary Bohannon is, is a step to that, um, and it's a step to, you know, the culture has been changed significantly at USF, and it's a lot better than it was. It was it's a lot more family-oriented and, and, and just positive as a whole, and, and Gary Bohannon's just another piece to that puzzle. Um, as, like I said, the culture has changed, but now it's just time to win football games. Hey, Will, man, we, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much for being a part of the program. What are you working on right now for, uh, for Bulls 247 Sports? Yeah, so, so it's a lot of – right now, it's, when you get a former four-star quarterback that, that just uh, – and a, and a Big 12 champion uh, into your program, it's a, lot of, uh, it's a lot of impact pieces. So what, you know, what that room is going gonna, is gonna to look like, I, I talked uh, with, your, with, with your boy Garrett uh, last night, so I'll have a podcast with him, uh, you know, up a little bit later today, and, and just a lot of impact pieces about what the transfer means and what the competition could look like heading into next year. Well, thanks, man. We appreciate your time. Thanks for being on the program today. Absolutely appreciate you having me. You bet. Have a great day. That's uh, Will Turner from Bulls Two Four Seven Sports.